y'all. This is Sam. And this is Steven. And this is Crimology. This is episode 28. Um, we are super excited. I feel like every time we record, it's been like forever since we've recorded the last time. So we get like real giddy and real like just excited to record so it makes recording fun now and it also doesn't help that we're recording this at like nine o'clock at night so we've got that like tired energy going that like after late because we used to have this kind of energy one two o'clock in the morning but now since we're old it's like nine ten o'clock we've got that second run energy speak for yourself sorry (laughs) you've always been an old lady Listen, nine o'clock. I want to be in bed right now. You never, you never could hang with us. No, in college. No, no. Eleven o'clock was the late at college. Party was just getting started then. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is episode twenty-eight. So I always kind of give a little bit of like, here's where I found this case, and I can give credit to this case from TikTok. Um, I feel like there's a lot of cases that I found from TikTok. Um, and a lot of those cases tend to be a pretty um, gruesome case. And so this is one of those. Um, and so, yeah, TikTok has hit me with a lot of really good true crime cases. So this is one of them. So let's just jump right in. This episode, we're going to talk about Colleen Ritzer. Uh, Colleen was a 24-year-old who taught math at Danvers High School in... Massachusetts. I cannot say that word. It sounds like I'm cursing. <laughs> so I texted Stephen and I was like, we've got this episode. Here's where it's at. I need you to say it on the podcast because I can't say it. Me and my sister have been working on it and I tried right before, but it comes out as a curse word. So I can't do it. Anyways, a <laughs> little humor. For so right the now. joke was going to be, if we were recording this earlier, I was going to just go in there and every time Sam said Massachusetts, I was going to just bleep it out. But... <laughs> unnecessary bleeping unnecessary censorship so but this works just as well so anyway she uh she taught math in massachusetts yep i was gonna start try to say it but nope uh colleen was liked by all of her students and she was well known for being a teacher willing to stay after school to help tutor students if they needed it so on October 22nd, 2013, Cologne, sorry, Colleen asked new student Philip Chisholm, who was 14 at this time, to stay behind after school. Philip had just moved to Danvers from Tennessee, and after school, Colleen tries to kind of start this conversation with Philip and asking him about Tennessee. Another student who was in the room when this conversation is trying to happen, they said that you could visibly see Philip becoming upset when Colleen asked about Tennessee. And so Colleen quickly dropped the conversation and tried to move on to something else. Um, And then obviously into the tutoring session. So around 3 p.m., security cameras show Colleen leaving her classroom and heading to the bathroom. In the same camera, you see Philip also walk out of the classroom And kind of looking up and down the hallway as soon as he leaves, like he's trying to find her. And then he sees her and then he stands in one place for a little bit, almost like he notices the camera being there. So he takes a step back with his back now to the camera, kind of with half of his body back into the classroom and half of his body in the hallway. 
and he lifts the hood of his jacket up to cover his face and then walks the same way that we just saw clean headed. Um, obviously we know this is Philip because he's in full frame of the camera before I think he realizes the camera's there. Um, so I, you know, I think he pulls up that hood to try to cover himself up. But anyways, we see him headed towards the bathroom in the bathroom. Philip puts on some gloves and then he pulls out a box cutter where he slashes Colleen's throat 16 times before raping her. Apparently, a student walked into the bathroom as Philip was pulling up his pants. This student, however, thought he was walking in on Philip changing, so quickly like turned around and left the bathroom and didn't come into the bathroom fully. When Philip leaves the bathroom, another security camera catches Philip, and this time it only catches kind of like the back side of him and kind of like the side of him but you see his right hand and it is bloody and it's red and you can tell that from the security camera 10 minutes later we see philip on the same security camera rolling a big green trash bin but this time he has changed jackets and he's wearing like a ski looking mask um can't really tell a whole lot i can't tell if it is like a full ski mask or if it's like his hood is covering his forehead but all you see is his eyes um philip had packed the change of clothes the mask and the gloves in his backpack beforehand which leads a lot of people to believe that he had planned this attack and knew that this was what he was going to be doing today Security cameras show Philip rolling the trash bin to a wooded area outside of the school after he leaves the bathroom. Um, so first off, shout out to the school for the many security cameras because I know the high school I went to, I don't know even for sure if we even had security cameras. I worked in the office like all of my senior year um, and never heard of security cameras. So the fact that like this guy is caught so many times throughout security cameras I don't know. I couldn't imagine what would happen to this case if they didn't have those security cameras. So shout out to the school. So another big question in this case um, and during the trial was this is did Colleen die in the bathroom or in this wooded area? Because here's what happens in the wooded area. Many believe that she's still alive in the time. So she, she's being put in the trash bin. I should make that clear. She's in the trash bin when he rolls it out to the wooded area. Some believe that she's still alive while being in the trash bin. Others believe that she wasn't and that she died in the bathroom and didn't experience what comes next in the woods. Philip dumps, she dumps her body into the trash can and then out of the trash can and then sexually assaults her with a tree branch leaving her body in a sexually violating way while also leaving a note that says, I hate you all before leaving the crime scene altogether. After he leaves, Philip uses Colleen's credit card to go get some fast food and then to see a movie at the local movie theater. A little after midnight, Philip is found walking along the highway Police end up searching his backpack where they find the bloody box cutter. When Philip is asked where the blood came from, he tells them it's from the girl. Also in his backpack is Colleen's credit card and her underwear. 
At this time, Philip is arrested for rape, robbery, and murder. Now, waiting while waiting trial in 2014, Philip attacks a female staff member in the youth facility that he was staying in during this time. The 29-year-olds walked into their locker room while Philip also entered. He takes off his shoes so that way he could sneak up behind her. Philip slams her against the wall, choking and punching her, and then stabbing her with a pencil. Another staff member heard what was going on from outside and came in to help her. After this happened, Philip was charged with attempted murder by strangulation, assault with intent to murder, kidnapping, and two counts of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. In 2016, however, he was sentenced to 40 years in prison for killing Colleen. So this was a case that from the things that I was seeing on TikTok, I mean, the fact that he gets 40 years and that's it. Right. That was the big thing from a lot of these huh. little clip it videos that I was seeing was uh-huh. that we see people get a lot more time without having done a lot of the things that Philip did to Colleen's body. Right. Um, but anyways, it's a pretty whoa story even though it's a very short story it's a very big story um and the fact that we get an ending that he's only gonna have to serve 40 years well and maybe part of that too is you know because they said he was what was he 14 yes i mean so at that point he's considered i believe they'd still consider him a minor i mean now that's not to say would they try him as an adult for that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but i mean that might be where some of that lies of why he's only getting 40 years maybe in 2016 you know that's three years later so he's now 17 so still a minor um but i think they can actually and of course my crime knowledge is not near the infinite expanse that yours is um but i think that you know when they get closer to that i think that they can actually try them as an adult and i have heard i think again i think they have to be 18 but i think they can like i think i've read cases where they do everything they can to wait until the birthday of the 18th right yeah you know um but the fact that his trial is in 2014, I mean, and his sentencing was in 2016. So I guess they did, you know, if they did try to right. wait, they did try to push for as far as or as later as possible. But to only get 40 years for this brutal murder. Yeah. And then this attack on this other female at this facility it's just that that part was wild and so when i read that part i was like yep that's <laughs> that's a case we're going to talk about um and of course it's found on tiktok so we've got to cover I'm, the TikTok. I'm another tiktok episode i know <laughs> they're gonna happen pretty often they i every a lot of people send me tiktoks there was somebody the other day who sent me a tiktok and i didn't have their name like saved in my phone and they were like, for your podcast. And I was like, oh, thank you so oh, much. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Shout out to you, random right. citizen. Um, but yeah, that's episode 28. So like I said, a very short episode, for, but a very big story. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to take a second and talk about our sponsor for this episode. And then we'll be back with our Florida Man Minute.
All right, now we're going to do our Florida Man Minute. This is where we Google a random date along with the words Florida Man, and I just sit back and giggle at what Stephen finds. Okay, Sam. So, as always, I have a question for you. Yep. Uh, what's the one state you cannot pronounce? <laughs> I can't say it. It's going to sound like I'm cursing. No, I'm just messing with you. Um, if Okay, so here's my question for this week. If you did not have your car... Mm-hmm. And you needed to get somewhere, like, say, we'll say, like, five miles. Okay. And you had to get there in a relatively quick amount of time. What, and I can't really say vehicle, but what type of transportation would you take? Like, there, there's no, for, let's just say there's, like, no Ubers, no taxis, no buses, nothing like that. What are you going to have to take? Oh, man. To get to your destination. I would say a bike, but I don't have a bike. So, (laughs) and if you're not available, that would be, I would call you and be like, hey, I need to get here. Um, But I don't have a bike. So literally, I'm not stealing anything. I mean, I guess I'm stealing a bike. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, the headline for this week, Drunk Florida Man Drives His Lawnmower <laughs> Down Major Road and Tells the Police, Just Take Me to Jail. Um, so this is from August of 2020. A drunk Florida man asked a police officer to just, quote, take him to jail after he was caught driving his lawnmower on a major road. Paul Burke was arrested on a charge of drive of DUI. Um, Burke had a hurt. And here's the funny thing, or crazy. Burke had a had already three previous DUI charges. Wow. So it makes sense that he's driving his lawnmower at this I point. Mean, at this point. <laughs> um, footage from the incident shows uh, the deputy tailing Burke as the inebriated Florida man drove his lawnmower down Highway 316 <laughs> in Fort McCoy. Oh, man. You know, my dad, are you done? I was going to tell a story. Oh, no, please go ahead and tell a story. I've got just a little bit more, but my go ahead dad, and tell a story. Uh, he, uh, we didn't have a big yard, so, like, there was no point in us buying a lawnmower, so we rented a lawnmower from in town, and there was one time that my dad, we had to take it back, but, like, it wasn't working or something, so anyways, I had to follow behind him in my truck, and we drove, now, not down a highway, but through the roads of Wagner, Oklahoma. Right. There's my dad on his lawnmower, and I was in my truck, windows rolled up, hoping nobody <laughs> recognized me. So I love this story. So, um, oh yeah, so I I've actually got a, a similar story. My dad, when they when they moved, he had, they had a tractor at their house. I mean, and it's got you know the full bucket, uh-huh. the whole deal. And, you know, we live in Oklahoma, so it's not uncommon for tractors just to be rolling down the road. But it was one of those deals. He got out in front of me, and I was just slow right? rolling. I mean, you know, it's... You're like, all right, here we go. You know, it's maybe like two or three miles right. from, from their old house to our house. But it was one of those deals of just like, all right, we're just going to cruise at like 20 miles an hour. <laughs> so I love that this story for like Florida is like... What the heck? And we're like, oh, that's every day. Lawnmower <laughs> Now, not drunk, obviously. Don't drive your lawnmower drunk, but just don't drive drunk. Period. Uh, true, true. Um. So anyway, the, the officer pulled Burke over finally and asked him how much he had to drink. Um. Burke replied that he had, of course, as all people do, say, "quote a couple." Right. 
Um, and then he added that he was on his way home. Uh, Berg then asked the deputy, he said, if, if you're going to take me to jail or not. <laughs> He's f- like, nothing. Uh, he you you going to take me to jail? <laughs> So um, the footage, it shows, you know, he's, of course, just butchering all those sobriety exercises. Right. Which, you know, so whenever Live PD was on, I'm really chasing rabbits tonight. Whenever Live PD was on and, you know, they do the sobriety tests, you know, like where you stand on one leg Mm -hmm. and like it's and just me not being able to balance well. I've got a problem with that one. Well, and that's why they've got multiple. So, yeah, like, true. we always talked about, like, they had you do the, al- al- um, what, alphabet backwards. Couldn't do that. Nope. And so, like, that's why they have multiple. I can so barely do the alphabet forward no, sometimes. Honestly. Sing the song in my head when I'm, like, alphabetizing stuff. I'm like, A, B, C, D. Good oh, one. Man. Yeah. I love that in Florida, this is like. Yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, so, Bert got, you know, he got frustrated with all of it. He said, and they offered for him to do it again. He said, and quote, no, sir, just take me to jail. <laughs> I mean, when you're caught, you're caught. <laughs> I mean, when you're at that point in life. Let me not play your games. Let's just go ahead. Let's just get this over with. Take me in. Book me up. <laughs> love that. Book them, Dano. That's a good one. Good one. And that's episode 28. Um, so, yeah, like always, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for supporting. Um, thank you for the random TikToks and sending me random ideas. They're in the queue and we're working on them to get those on the list. Um, this is episode 28. So, we've only got two more of this season. Um, and then we're going to take just a little bit of a break and come back with season two where we've got a lot of different ideas for different segments different i or obviously different uh cases uh maybe a new publishing day that we go on um so there's a lot of things that we're talking about a lot of things that we're working on but we'll keep you guys in the loop and let you guys know um but just yes thank you guys for supporting and thank you guys for listening And like always, this is Sam, this is Steven, and this is Primology. Primology.